0: super talk mississippi media production
1: toyota brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in southwest mississippi four years in a
0: row come see the difference exit 40 brookhaven or online at toyota
2: great service great savings at toyota brookhaven we deliver
3: this is gerard gibbert and thank you for listening to middays here on super talk mississippi get ready get ready to go beyond the
0: headlines
3: Everyone and welcome to midday super talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbert, along with a Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Friday, y'all. In uh, advance of a bit of a long weekend, with Monday being for the vast important. majority of folks. That's yeah. right, Independence Day coming up Monday. We shall celebrate it. Well, some of us will. There are people out in our country that don't celebrate it anymore. They're not, not happy with America. I'm going to start today, however, honoring a person who sacrificed to preserve our freedom, and that would be Herschel Woody Williams. He is America's last surviving World War II veteran to have received a Medal of Honor. At the age of 98, he passed away a couple of days ago. He was the last of the 473 American service members who received a Medal of Honor in World War II. It's reported that Mr. Williams spent his final days with family at a hospital in his home state of West Virginia. His family, of course, called on Americans to pray for him this past Tuesday. Quote, As he lives out his last days, we welcome and appreciate any additional prayers lifted up on behalf of Woody and his family, his family said in a statement. Wow. So there are 63 Living Medal of Honor recipients, and they too honored Mr. Williams in a statement. But he was a U.S. Marine. He received his medal from President Harry Truman for heroism. During the Battle of Iwo Jima in 1945, Woody Williams, America's last World War II Medal of Honor recipient, dead at 98. Thank you, sir. What else can you say? Words fall so short. Indeed, the greatest generation. No doubt about it. And... I don't care if you're proud of this country, if there's stuff you don't like, and Lord knows every day everybody's got a dang grievance. The, f- the fact that you can even express your grievances is because of guys like this. Is there any doubt about that? Who wants to refute or dispute that? You can't. You talk about American exceptionalism, and people who made this country great, it's Mr. Williams. He personifies it. And I'm certainly not falling short of recognizing everybody else who sacrificed, all the men and women who wore the uniform to preserve freedom in this country. And you know the best thing we can do to repay them? Preserve it. That's how we honor their legacy. We make sure that their sacrifice was not in vain. And Mr. Williams earned this Medal of Honor at Rhino because apparently on Iwo Jima, he took out single-handedly a number of enemy machine gun nests. And it is believed that he saved the lives of countless Marines in doing so. Unselfishly, gosh, do we need more of that? Don't we, God? Anyhow, just wanted to share that with the audience and appreciate you indulging us on that. I can't think of a more appropriate time than July Fourth, honestly, to do so and to recognize Mr. Williams and his uh, his compadres in the military, for sure. But we are so grateful. For him, his sacrifice and all the others. It's sad that they're dying out when you think about World War II. And we often I don't I think don't spend enough time reflecting on how pivotal that was in our history and how important it was for America to work together to defeat enemies that were just devious, were inhumane that were drunk on power and sought to roll over this country. They knew they they had to get by this country to achieve their dictatorial imperialistic goals. And it was American might and resolve that prevented that. Anyhow, you got any plans for the
4: 4th? Yeah, I was just talking this morning with a few people in the break room. I'm trying to decide. I've got Half a sleeve of burgers left that I could make, and that'd be enough for for me for the for the fourth. Or I've got a chicken in the freezer that I could thaw out, and I could smoke a chicken on July fourth. It might take a little longer, but I'd have a lot more meat to work with. Yeah.
3: Well, speaking of chicken, remember last year the president was boasting. I mean, he was just glistening right with the news that. You're going to hey. save 18 whole cents <laughs> this July 4th. I remember distinctly discussing that on the program last year. Okay, this July 4th, we're talking about 2022, moving forward from 2021, the uh, the Farm Bureau organizations say ground beef up 13.6%, cheese 87 pork chops 11%, Lettuce, 114 And that chicken, 17.4%. You're seeing that in the grocery stores, for sure. My wife came home yesterday and said, I spent $180 on groceries. I looked at it and said, that just doesn't look like $180. I think that is prevailing sentiment right now, isn't it? Everybody's feeling that. But our president goes to the G7 summit, which is the, it consists of the leaders of seven Western democracies, ostensibly capitalistic democracies. He goes over there, and they're supposed to be talking about the economy and the global economy and the outlook thereof and addressing economic headwinds to try to improve the quality of life for the globe. That's the idea. But no, he chose to get on the stage right at the end there. We got some sound for you. We'll play it. I don't know if we have time. We may have to get it after the break. But Rhino, I thought there was kind of an age-old, sort of unwritten custom that you left the politics at the ocean's edge when you traveled abroad talking about American leaders. He didn't do that. That just really bothered me. He broke that custom. It's not a law. It's not a rule. But it's a tradition that has been honored, time-honored. No, he chose to go over and chide the Supreme Court on the abortion decision. And all these fools did, these seven... Leaders and I use that term very loosely, especially in the context of economics. You know the thing that everybody cares about the most right now? And what do they come away with? Joe Biden castigates the Supreme Court, and they talk about price controls. That's it. That's the only idea they got. Huh? Stay your butt home. I don't want to pay for you to go anymore. That's it. That's all they talked about. And you've probably heard by now there's, there is a video, audio floating around where Macron has a little heart-to-heart, supposed to be kind of off-the-record private, secret. And he says, you know, I don't know about going to Saudi Arabia. I don't think you're going to find them to be too accommodating. Is it just insane to me that we're begging Saudi Arabia to produce more oil? And we have an abundance of it here in this country under our feet.
4: The argument when I was growing up for not using America's oil was well, we got to keep it in case the world runs out. Huh? <laughs> we we got to have that as a, as a safe haven in case the oil in the Middle East runs oh. out. So we still have oil. That was their excuse then for not using it. I got you. Well, now that we've figured out, oh, we're going to figure out a way to have electric cars long before we run out of oil. Unbelievable! But now they have to, no, no. It's, it's we can't have it because the the tree dart frog is going to die
3: if you drill there. <laughs> oh, good grief! All I know is this guy's killing us. When we come back, I got a little report on how the markets did in the first half. And uh, some reaction from AOC, Liz Warren, et cetera, on all this stuff. We got J.T. Mitchell coming in at 11.05. You know him. He's the super-taught Mississippi News Director. And then the former Mississippi Supreme Court Justice Randy Pierce at
5: 12.05. Here's the pitch. He swings. It's out of here. Jackson ends around the area. It's time to hit big during the grand slam huge car sale. Through July 3rd only, Mazda, Jackson, and Ridgeland Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre-owned vehicles all in one location. Trustmark Park in Burr. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazda, Kia, Fords, you name it. We've got it. Make no payments for 90 days. Get up to $3,000 in down payment assistance. Plus receive a 42-inch TV with every purchase. Credit problems? No problem. We have over 20 lenders for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday july 3rd we'll give away a mystery card at 1 p.m register no later than saturday july 2nd we'll also be giving away a four thousand dollar home depot gift card and a ps5 but hurry it all in sunday july 3rd and you don't want to miss the flying opportunity of a lifetime during the grand slam huge car sale at trust park park one Grains boulevard in Perth. brought to you by must of jackson and richland mitsubishi get here now because once the deals are gone they're gone
6: I'm Larry Rowlett, former Secret Service Special Agent in Charge of the President Ronald Reagan Protective Division. I have purchased Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. I'm inviting you and your family to consider membership in Boondocks FTA. All levels of training for families and individuals are available. We are committed to our effort to keep you and your family safe from gun violence. Support our efforts. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit us at boondocksfta.com.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are back in the Element Wealth studio. So, I was just talking about Joe Biden uh, before he left uh, Europe. They were meeting uh, Germany, I think. Is that what they were meeting? I believe so. And before he got out of there, the G7 summit.
4: What do you say? It was Germany? Yes. It said Schloss, Elmau, and Kuhn in the Bavarian Alps in Germany. That's what you said.
3: <laughs> That's as good as Greta
4: Thunberg. Thunberg. <laughs> I think it's so, Kuhn. It's K-R-U with the umlaut over it. I got N. you. I got you. All
3: right. So before he got out of there, he's supposed to be over there. They're supposed to be working together to figure out how they can improve the economic environment right, bolster economic activity. That's the idea of the G7 summit. And instead, he chose to take a shot at the United States Supreme Court, and what we were saying in the last segment is that it's a time-honored tradition that politics is left at the shore. You don't go into another country and make political statements. But Joe Biden instead chose to do otherwise, taking the opportunity before he left to take a shot at the U.S. Supreme Court.
10: Here we go. The one thing that has been destabilizing is the outrageous behavior of the Supreme Court of the United States on overruling not only Roe v. Wade, but essentially challenging the right to privacy. We've been a leader in the world in terms of personal rights and privacy rights. And it is a mistake, in my view, for the Supreme Court to do what it did.
3: Destabilizing. Outrageous behavior by the Supreme Court. That looks really good, doesn't it? You know, isn't there some, isn't there some sort of concept that stuff needs to stay in the family? You can have inter-family disputes and they sort of stay in the family.
4: That's only conservatives. Democrats don't care about decorum. Unless it's to bash Trump. Ah, I got you. I mean, go back to when W was in uh, office and the Dixie Chicks were traveling around the world going there. I'm embarrassed. He's from Texas. That's true. Oh, wait, no, they're not the Dixie Chicks anymore because that's offensive to them. They're just the chicks. Yeah.
3: that's That's very true. Well... Again, I guess I'm just showing how out of touch, old-fashioned I am. I just think that's inappropriate. I'm fine if he wants to get mad at the Supreme Court and be critical of them and their decision. Hey, that's fine. Wait till you get back into this country. I believe it it shows a sign of weakness.
4: Oh, This dude's six-foot-tall weakness stacked in a suit.
3: (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right, in the meantime, there is another case that the Supreme Court has agreed to take up, and this is really a pretty big deal. And the case is Moore versus Harper. It is an appeal advocating for extreme interpretation of the Constitution. They're calling it extreme. That could make it easier for state legislatures to suppress the vote, draw unfair election districts, uh, enable partisan interference in ballot counting. Now, that is the take on this case from the far-left-leaning Brennan Center. Now, all this deal is about is, once again, it's it's kind of a question of the Tenth Amendment. Who should have judicial oversight and jurisdiction on things like drawing election districts, election the election process itself, the election mechanic, uh, mechanics. Of course, the far-left-leaning Brennan Center just says, oh, yeah, those conservative-run, those Republican-run states, they're just f- figuring out right now how they're going to suppress the vote. And rig the elections in the ele- in the districts.
4: Sounds an awful lot like Freudian projection to me.
3: <laughs> this is going to be a big deal. I honestly believe it is. And
4: Just how many w- dead people vote for Republicans?
3: Right. Agree. That's, you know, we're going to talk to uh, former Supreme Court Justice. Uh, Bubba Pierce, when he comes on, just get his take on it. What does he think about this case? So, here's what AOC says. We, we played her tape a couple of days ago on Colbert, where she was just outraged, incensed at the Supreme Court decision on the Dobbs case regarding abortion. She says, We are witnessing a judicial coup in process. It's a coup. If the president and Congress do not restrain the court now, the court is signaling they will come for the presidential election next. All our leaders, regardless of party, must recognize this is a constitutional crisis. No, the way it is is a constitutional crisis. The Supreme Court is getting it right. She's just mad because they can't get the laws rammed through they want to take over every aspect of our life. And the Supreme Court's standing in the way. That's the bottom line here. Liz Warren says, (laughs) our planet is on fire, and this extremist Supreme Court has destroyed the federal government ability to fight back. This radical Supreme Court is increasingly facing a legitimacy crisis, and we can't let them have the last word.
4: I am sorry but I am not getting preached to about legitimacy from Elizabeth Warren. Oh, have a beer, hun. Chuckie. A fraction of her ancestry got her that minority job.
3: All right, Chucky Schumer the decades-long fight to protect citizens from corporate polluters this is in refer uh, in reference to the EPA case we discussed yesterday the decision handed down that essentially defanged the deep state somewhat of unelected bureaucrats who really go outside of the of the scope of law and just start throwing out and implementing all these rules and regulations and policies they ain't supposed to do. Really, the country, if you think about it, is run by unelected bureaucrats. It's true. You can't get squat through the Congress. So it happens at the administrative level in the deep state agencies. Trump knew that. He did point that out. The swamp is where it came from. So they're all bent out of shape about this decision. We're going to ask uh, Bubba Pierce, a former Mississippi Supreme Court justice, about how this might affect other Agencies, the agency complex in general, because it could, should, and could constrain their power. Chuck Schumer says, with regard to the EPA case, the decades-long fight to protect citizens from corporate polluters is being wiped out by these MAGA extremist justices. MAGA. (laughs) Every Republican who helps seat these justices is complicit. It's all the more imperative that we soon pass. Meaningful legislation to fight the climate crisis. Oh, gosh. You can't make it up, honestly, just how dang tone-deaf these people are.
4: How many years did we have left for the polar ice caps and an Inconvenient Truth produced by
3: Al Gore? That's 15 years ago, wasn't it, or so? Remember? There wasn't going to be any snow left on Mount Fuji. It may even been longer than that. I've lost track. It's been so dang long. While he was jetting around the world and living in 40-room mansions and the like, right?
4: You can only hear the sky is falling for so long before you say, Shut up, Chicken
3: Little! <laughs> Shut the heck up! <laughs> and that's precisely right. Because so far none of that's come to pass. Now, I, certainly there's opportunity and validity and debating it, but just to come—nope, it's settled science. We got to do it now. No, it's, and it's not been the settled truth. for fifty years, but it keeps changing. How does that freaking true. work? I, I totally agree. It's not that long
4: ago in recorded history we had Leonard Nimoy, Spock himself, talking about the coming Ice Age. We wouldn't be able to feed the population because it'd be so damn cold.
3: That's so true. Live long and prosper. (laughs) Oh, gosh, that is so true. I'd forgotten about that. I I really had. You know what science I thought was settled? Is that there are only two genders. That's out the window now. By the way, folks... You ain't going to believe what the U.S. Bureau of Prisons is doing now with about a million and a half dollars of dough. We'll talk about that when we come back. Lots of texts. I'm going to get to those as well. Don't forget J.T. Mitchell at 11.05 in the studio. And, of course, former Supreme Court Justice Randy Pierce, the director of the Mississippi Judicial College at 12.05.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 87. Tonight, 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Your Finally Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Saturday, a 60% chance of rain as well, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
10: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama
2: Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland.
0: At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors
11: power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com
13: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The state Supreme Court is denying another appeal by Willie Fly Manning, who's sitting on death row after being convicted of capital murder in '94 for the death of two Mississippi State University students. Days before Manning's scheduled execution, the U.S. Justice Department and FBI found that flawed DNA evidence had been used to convict Manning. In addition, the inmate had been accused of yet another double murder, but the verdict was overturned due to prosecutors withholding evidence and the charges were dropped. Nevertheless, the Mississippi Supreme Court believes to have sufficient evidence to deny Manning's latest appeal, requesting to transfer DNA evidence to a different testing facility. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm.
14: This is Brian Haydad of Sports Talk Mississippi. I want to remind you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen, help, and spread the word, because children are precious.
0: Days with Gerard Gibbons. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our shop on Super Talk, Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one.
2: We got this town, been a long time coming, been a long hard drive. Gonna smoke some, gonna drink
13: some, gonna a little trouble. If now we're gonna mess some. Rollin', 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 rollin'. We gonna throw it on down. We rollin',
5: rollin', rollin', rollin'. We are back. Yeah,
3: you watch yes, we are on this Friday, y'all. So on the ceasefire text line, I'm all about honoring people that served our country, and we have a day for doing that. But Independence Day is about founding fathers, heroism, and revolutionary veterans. Well, I appreciate that. I understand. But in this particular case, this remaining uh, World War II Medal of Honor winner, the last on the planet, passed away last Tuesday. It just happens to coincide somewhat with the July 4th. So I felt it appropriate to honor him and and honor all those who served. And I do have my customary red on, as I do every Friday. That stands for Remember Everyone Deployed. I think I've been doing that for about 20 years now. So to me, any day, every day is appropriate to honor those who served, and especially those who were as heroic as Woody Williams and took out a number of Japanese machine gun nests and, and saved countless lives of Marines as buddies. So... Uh, I I understand the purpose, obviously, of of July 4th and why we celebrate it, but I also see it as a day to renew our patriotism and our pride in the country. That's what I feel about on July 4th. Obviously, we're all familiar with the significance of the day in in terms of uh, claiming our independence and declaring it and setting up the, uh, the nation for the future it turns out it was that was a great experiment that resulted in the greatest nation ever conceived of by man i don't care what the left says they'll tell you it's not not exceptional you know all the whole talking narrative they like to spew but we need a little of that don't we a little patriotism there's you know and it's crazy to me that sometimes you get mocked for being patriotic for the love of country well if you don't love it how the hell you ever expect it to get better I mean, I get mad sometimes. I got mad at my kids. I mean, I don't love them. So, uh, and, I, and I'm, I'm ranting here because there's so many in our country that, unfortunately, see it as a bad place, right? Irredeemably evil and wicked.
4: Well, I would argue that 99 out of 100 of those people are simply doing that because the Western civilization has made their life so easy. That their primal parts of their brain are fighting to be a victim somewhere to have something to do. It is true. It is true, isn't it? This this quest for victimhood. That's absolutely right. And it's behind every single snarky reply on
3: social media ever. I think you're right. I totally think you're right. It's, it's how they achieve. Oh, you said
4: you like waffles. What about pancakes? You must be a pancake <laughs> hater. No, that's an entirely different (laughs) sentence. I said I like waffles. I could also (laughs) like pancakes. You're assuming.
3: So I can't help but think about uh, my old college days and studying Maslow's hierarchy of needs. These are people that are trying to ascend the hierarchy to achieve the highest level of self-actualization (laughs) but <laughs> you're right, by being a victim on social media, you no, know, you're not really producing anything for society. That's how you get self-actualized, is when you feel the sense of, I really did help, I, I contributed, I produced. That's that's how you do it. We all quest for it. I hope. But doing so by, well, I'm a victim, and life's just not fair, and I got screwed, and this, and, this, and every other grievance known to man. No. You're on the bottom. You're you're on the food and water level. Seriously. You can't get off that. That's why cuz you're mired in doom and gloom. You're mired in in its grievance attitude. And and everything is the decks just stacked against me. Oh gosh. So we were talking earlier about uh well I I at least committed earlier that I would talk about this What's going on in the Bureau of Prisons? You seen this rhino? They're (laughs) they're uh, allocating a billion, excuse me, a million, excuse me, a million and a half dollars. Million and a half. They're allocating in a million and a half bucks to implement some sort of transgender uh, policies in the prisons.
4: Yeah, the DOJ is going to pay a private company a million and a half of your tax dollars to develop, quote-unquote, transgender programming
3: curriculum. It's, it's true. I, it's, and it's, um, it's just another situation where I'm not sure we got enough money, honestly, to accommodate every single possible exceptional Case person. I get it that we're all equal under the law. There's no distinction. Doesn't say, no, that doesn't apply to transgender people. that's everybody.
4: But it also doesn't say you got to give more to the transgender people. And that's where we are.
3: I agree. That's what I mean. So when's the last time? I know I'm being facetious here and rhetorical, but when's the last time you saw a policy, a law, an effort, an initiative to accommodate? white, rich males. They're citizens, too, right? But they are in the process of reviewing these policies, and one of the people that uh, is in prison that kind of brought this to a head is this leader of an uh, an Illinois anti-government militia group who identifies as a transgender, sentenced to 53 years in prison for... Uh, being behind this 2017 bombing of a Minnesota mosque, you may remember that. And so, Emily Claire Hari is the name was sentenced to that. So the Obama administration, they uh, under the under President Obama, the Bureau created some policies for transgender inmates, known as the Transgender Offender Manual, called for that counsel to recommend housing by gender identity when appropriate. And the, and Trump came in and said, no, nah, we're going to house people based on biological sex. And that Trump policy is still in effect. And that's what they're looking at. But, and so they've got this transgender council. It was put in place in 2016 by Obama. It's ten people on it. Two psychologists, a psychiatrist, and prison designation experts And they're all working together to make sure that our prisons accommodate transgender inmates.
4: Because there's nothing more accommodating than a prison.
3: Right. That's where you're supposed to really accommodate. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. It's the
4: first thing you think of when you think of accommodations.
3: Hmm. How about don't break the law, you fool? You go bomb a mosque, you don't deserve any accommodation. I mean, the bare minimum. But no, we gotta go spend money, and I'm telling you, this this political correct ideology nonsense, as we've discussed, it has launched an in industry. And there are people getting filthy rich peddling this crap. They are. And your money's paying for it. Your taxpayer money's paying for it. It would be different
4: if all these people pushing all this woke crap were like Tony Robbins, and they were setting up conferences, and you had to fork out your money to go sit there and listen to the big-tooth guy talk about how great he is. But no, it's tax dollars getting spent on this nonsense. It's your money getting spent on it without any say-so, because the Democrats are in control
3: right now. No doubt about it. So in the meantime, just a little recap I wanted to share on the markets... Uh, they were down precipitously for the first half of the year. No question about that. Worst in 50 years for the NASDAQ was down 29.5%, the tech-heavy NASDAQ. That's the worst in that index's history. It was launched in 1971. The S&P, the Dow, both down the most in over 50 years for the first half of a year. And the Dow in the red again today. Investors not only worried about consumer sentiment, the inflation data that came out yesterday, but this morning they got another dose of negative news because the Manufacturer's Index says, eh, we don't think we're going to be manufacturing as much. And profits, despite what the left may believe and tell you, are the mother's milk of stocks. No profit no stock equity price increase and no consumption and high cost that combines for lower profit and they're all issuing negative guidance and that's got the markets down what's young folks are fine it will rebound we'll get through this I'm worried about folks looking to retire and they open up that 401k statement and it's uh, it's killing them and I man I hate it. It's just it, it didn't have to happen. It's just bad policies, bad government, and they're just clueless about it, oblivious to it, and have no interest in correcting it because they're genuflecting at the ideological altar. We're going to take a break right here. J.T. Mitchell, our news director, next.
15: Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard & Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard & Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard & Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more.
16: It's Canon time.
0: Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson. We service Nissans. We also service other makes and models. We'll keep your vehicle ready for your summertime travels. We are open six days a week, and no appointment is needed. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody.
15: Hey, y'all, this is your girl, Cheryl Underwood, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge, and I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now, I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge for a coupon and daily support? Sign up at Metamucil.com today.
2: The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare, Feel better, faster.
17: This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 384 to 95 even. March cotton was down 391 to 9087. Open the Chicago Board of Trade August soybeans were down thirty nine three quarters to fifteen twenty and quarters per bushel. September soybeans were down forty three cents to half per bushel. December corn. Was down twelve and a quarter to six oh seven and a half per bushel. March corn was down twelve and a half to six thirteen and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up two forty two to one thirty five even. October live cattle was up one fifty five to one forty thirty seven. August feeders up one fifteen to one seventy four seventy five. September feeders up one forty to one seventy seven sixty two. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down one hundred twenty one points 30,654. I'm Dixon Williams, this is Super Talk, Mississippi, AgriNews Network. In
0: Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago I was unsure about getting the COVID 19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting TheMSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association.
2: I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming.
7: Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No. This is part of his lesson plan.
2: He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811
12: two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries.
14: Hey, it's Richard Frost. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
11: Yeah! <laughs> properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking.
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
10: I got a rice cooking in the microwave. Got a three-day beard. I don't plan to shave. And it's a goofy thing, but I just got to say, hey, I'm a doing all right. Yeah, I think I'll make me some homemade soup. Feeling pretty good and that's the truth. We are back it's neither drink nor drug in
3: the Element Well Studios all right, today. I'm just doing all right. So while we were on the break there, I got notification from the Washington Post. Their analysis of the Biden trip, it should come as no surprise that they saw it a little different than I did. They are heralding it as a success. Unbelievable, he said. They say that um, domestic reality intruded is the is the title of the first of four accomplishments that they are citing. Boy, did it! World leaders closely follow America's politics. You never know when a president's waning powers or a lawmaker's peaked ego will derail progress on a trade deal or a diplomatic nominee or keeping the U.S. government open with global consequences. I don't know exactly what they're trying to say there. Okay, appreciate that profound wisdom. But we're supposed to be working on the economy. I think they missed that point. And Prime Minister Boris Johnson, the post goes on, you know him, he's the PM of britain <laughs> they of course quote him the man who has never met a hairbrush <laughs> he don't have one does he <laughs> it's terrible i mean he just rolls out of bed <laughs> uh he he goes on to say that the supreme court ruling was a big step backwards <laughs> okay <laughs> unbelievable and we're supposed to care why yeah Also, they say that uh, the Post does that NATO came out stronger. Biden successfully lobbied Turkish president Recep... I can't say it, Rhino. Tayyip Erdogan to drop his opposition to uh, Sweden and Finland, joining NATO. Okay. Do you really think it was Biden that did the lobbying that pushed this guy, this Turkish president, over the top on that? I don't know. All 30 members must agree, by the way, of NATO, to to add another nation. Unbelievable. Biden really doesn't want to be seen begging for Saudi oil. (laughs) That's also in the Post.
4: Well, I mean, there's an easy answer to
3: that. Just have to get the heck out of the way. I know. And then, I don't know, the Post is saying he faces a big choice now on the Supreme Court. What do they mean, a big choice? Supreme Court's rule. Of course, we just played the tape. The Post, of course, reports, as uh, you just heard on that sound clip, he called the decision a mistake and even destabilizing and accused the court of outrageous behavior.
4: You don't think they're ramping up to try to test the waters on court packing?
3: Well, what he's done thus far, right, is called for the ending of the filibuster. So they can go ahead and, and get uh, abortion codified as a as a right at the federal level. And so I, I don't I don't know he in the past he's indicated he's not a fan of court packing.
4: Because I think he knew it would sink his presidential future, You're probably but uh, right. he doesn't look like he has much of one. So why not go out swinging? He you know, could be right.
3: I, I mean, it's uh, the whole thing to me is disturbing. Honestly, when you when you talk about the end of democracy, court packing is uh, a, a, a pretty strong strike against democracy. I, I don't see how anyone can argue with that. And it's once again because well, we can't get it through the normal lawmaking process that our Constitution affords, so let's do it on the courts, exactly what they're arguing about and what they're mad about now. And all the courts did was say, hey, look, we read the Constitution, this deal's got to go. That's it. It's not about abortion. That's what they don't get. And now it's about privacy. So a woman's right to privacy is more important than the life of a child in the womb. That's kind of what we're saying here. Unbelievable. Well, that's their take on it. Again, I don't know what the heck that has to do with the economic climate and the economic headwinds that the world is facing. I don't see any progress on that front. That's what they're supposed to be talking about. Not the Dobbs case. Not abortion. Not climate change. Unbelievable. Keith and Vaden says, Rhino, do you have a paper bag big enough to roll that chicken up to smoke? (laughs) Thomas and Greenwood says, thankfully we saved 17 cents last year to help offset the rising price of your July 4th barbecue. Oh, gosh. For those Karen and Ripley advises, for those that are going to buy fireworks for the 4th of July, it's going to kill your pocketbook. They've gone up. I've heard that. There's a shortage, and they've gone up is what's being reported. Imagine that. I mean, there's been a shortage the last couple of years, but yeah. Chris from Oxford reminds, if you remember, Joe Biden did this the last time he went out of country about eight months ago to a year ago. Thank you, Chris. I do remember that. He likes to go overseas and just throw rocks back at the nation he's supposedly the president of. J.T. Mitchell coming up after Super Talk News, Fox News. We're going to talk about the news from across Mississippi.
0: Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN, Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090.
2: I'm Karen McHugh. AAA says this July 4th weekend will be one of the busiest in years, both on the roads and in the skies. But numerous flight cancellations are upping the stress level. At Dallas-Fort Worth...
13: Our flight on American was delayed because of crew, so we're going to miss our connection.
2: A major drug bust in Florida nets a deadly new substance. Deputies in Lake County, Florida, north of Orlando,
12: busted up a drug ring arresting 27 people and pulling more than 40 pounds of illicit drugs, worth more than 300. grand. Off the streets. Operations like this one save lives. Sheriff Peyton Grinnell says much of the drugs recovered were doses of meth and fentanyl, but also another drug now being trafficked called isotonetazine, or ISO for short, believed to be a hundred times more potent than
2: fentanyl. Fox's Eben Brown. America is listening to Fox News.
7: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Family. What does family mean to you? At
0: Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family.
18: This hour of middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
13: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Car enthusiasts that aren't huge fans of the standard Mississippi car tag are getting another option starting today. Blackout tags have simple white lettering on a black background, and they're available now as a vanity plate. The cost will depend on what type of vehicle you're buying the tag for, with a portion of that fee going to help out the families of law enforcement and firefighters who died in the line of duty. Because so many residents have expressed a desire for the blackout tag, Harrison County will have a specific line for it. A special election to fill an empty house seat in District 37, created by the passing of Representative Lynn Wright, will be held November 8th. That's also the date of Mississippi's four midterm congressional races. For all the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
14: The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know we led the largest initiative to keep local governments from taking your private property through eminent domain? We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org.
13: Some fantastic news for residents that travel Highway 49 South, where an ongoing construction project has been tying up traffic for years. Central District Transportation Commissioner Willie Simmons told us the work will be complete in just a few weeks.
17: We
11: will have all six lanes, three lanes going in each direction, uh, as well as the additional shoulders open and ready. Uh, now, we, we are going to start opening the lanes up this week, and within a month you're going to have a completed project open and ready for everybody to travel
13: the seven and a half mile stretch of highway runs from florence to richland pedal police will have some new vehicles patrolling the streets soon they purchased nine new dodge durangos and two ford f-150 pickups the three hundred forty thousand dollar purchase came out of the city's general fund which budgets for new vehicles every four or five years
9: solutions
0: twilight concerts at renaissance are back ratchet entertainment presents twilight concert series at renaissance
2: saturday july 9th with jj gray and
0: mo fro big head todd and the monsters Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Richland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group.
2: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson
3: We are back in the Element Well Studios, middays, rocking into Hour 2 on the program on this. Friday, y'all. And joining us now, J.T. Mitchell, the news director of Super Talk Mississippi News. J.T., a long walk from uh, your post <laughs> <that's> <laughs> around right. the corner in the building. <laughs> uh, over. Uh, get your mic up a little closer there, I think. Yeah. Rhinos uh, directing traffic. I should know that by now, right? I know that you, <laughs> what he's supposed to do. But uh, all right, what a uh, eventful week it was here in the oh, state of man. Mississippi with runoff elections Tuesday. Of course, the Supreme Court course uh, uh, case handed down last Friday. Now we got this case that uh, seeks to. Essentially overturn the trigger law that goes into effect. The attorney general was on the program yesterday, Lynn Fitch. She talked about that. And she has notified them in accordance with the trigger law that, uh, okay, this thing's going into effect. And they've thrown a lawsuit out there. We just learned this morning. You, I know you probably got something else to talk about, but we just learned this morning But now we have a chancellor yes. that's going to be uh, uh, overseeing the case and and, uh, and see where it goes. I think it's going to end up in Supreme Court wouldn't be surprised
1: with everything, how busy the Supreme Court's been. Um, you know, it, it may have been uh, arguably the busiest news week, uh, definitely nationally and locally, yeah, of the year. No doubt. Uh, it's been a crazy week with elections, all the Supreme Court stuff going on. Um, and today we have, in Mississippi, a, t- a ton of laws going into effect. That's it's right. July, July 1. 1.
3: Yeah, right. That speaker on last week talking about that. Yeah, and so... Um,
1: Highlighted by a few big ones: your teacher pay raise, yeah, um, your equal pay, your uh, your tax cut. That's a big one. I know. Yeah, you
3: were uh, all Doesn't about to that. Don't effect now, throughout. but let's be clear: it would be for the the calendar year twenty twenty three for sure for right. the tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
1: yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, election spending. Parkersall, new state songs, Steve Azars. Um, yeah, today. Yeah, they'll they'll keep looking for different genres as well for more state songs. Yeah. But there's a lot uh, that went into effect today. Um, any bills that really interest you that are going to
3: effect? You know, uh, the, the medical marijuana is that uh, was that in effect today or was that in effect earlier? Because they're all they've been busy
1: right. They've been rules. busy running it all. Yeah, but isn't it technically anything the I governor think, signs is July one?
3: I think that's right. That's is how the way it typically that works. goes. Uh, the expectation is that medical cannabis will be available at the retail level towards the end of the year that's the latest. yeah
1: and there's probably going to be a delay for actual you know tangible cannabis to hit mississippi because okay. you got to grow it yeah that's the thing um and i think you or, or maybe uh paul had somebody on last week who said that you yeah. know expect delays yeah that's pretty much it um so all that's going into effect um Kind of on a lighter news, especially for beachgoers out there, Highway 49 is set yeah. to be complete. They say by next week, by next Friday, uh, July 8, Highway 49, that seven-and-a-half-mile stretch that's just been traffic cones for seemingly my entire life, is done. Yeah. That's what they say. Six lanes now. Six lanes,
3: three on each side. Um So we'll see. Well, I just traveled that route going down to the coast to do the show. Yeah, Uh, uh, Monday went down. Monday came back Tuesday. Yeah, it it is. And you could tell, hey, look, this thing is ready. I mean, effectively, we get another. Yeah, I mean, you could tell that all we're missing is another layer of asphalt there, and let's be gone with these cones and open up all three lanes on both sides and and uh, get on with it.
1: Can you remember a specific day, the last time you took 49 and there were no codes? Negative. <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider. Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now. It's just hectic. An old picture. Um, so a lot of people, especially in uh, northern and central Mississippi, are super excited about yeah. that. I mean, I'm excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. And MDOT says, uh, I mean, I'm not arguing with MDOT. They say it's been under construction since 2017. Huh? It feels like a lot longer than that.
3: Yeah, I don't want to argue with them I'm not, not about that either. You no, know, I'm not going to argue with
1: them not about it. But, they say 17, they say 17. Okay. But uh,
3: <laughs> lots of cones throughout 49. So. I know somebody in the cone business, by the way. They've done pretty well. I bet they've done real well with 49. <laughs> it's a good industry at this point. Um,
1: yesterday we had the appeal denied for um, Willie Fly Manning in the uh, death row after yep. he was convicted in capital murder. Uh, you know so are you familiar with what happened there a little bit Tell so he, about it he was found guilty of murdering um uh, mississippi state students uh back in 94 when he was convicted of two counts um he was also involved in other double murder cases those were double murder case those charges were dropped after the mississippi supreme court said no nah, you know the key witness was lying um in days prior to him uh, supposed to be executed in May of 2013, yep. the Justice Department and FBI found that there was some faulty DNA evidence. You see you see that a lot with cases. I'm not saying for this one, but you see it a lot, um, have been used to convict Manning of the capital murder charges. He then filed an appeal um, requesting for his DNA samples to be tested at different lab um than the one the FBI used and despite that request, the Supreme Court Court in Mississippi ultimately said they have enough evidence to deny the appeal by using DNA evidence um and fingerprint analysis from one of his previous rulings. Yeah, okay. it's a lot. So it just it got denied. Um that was a lot in a minute, but that's pretty much what happened there. Hmm. Um you know, sports have you been you were in Oxford the other day, or did you make it couldn't make it yeah, couldn't make it, watched, watched
3: it yeah got to watch it i'm sending a d- text of photos of the screen to all my friends in <laughs> attendance there i could He's see mad <laughs> yeah
1: that was that was pretty funny i don't know if you watched old super talk tv It was good. all of the people coming in there standing oh, I know standing right in, in the shot uh behind rich <laughs> if you haven't seen that video i know it's not technically news but i guess the praise news go watch it on sports talks twitter <laughs> no, it's pretty good yeah uh go back to politics i guess yeah um Katanji Brown-Jackson was sworn in to the U.S. Supreme Court, um, making history as the first black female to be part of the Supreme Court. Big deal. Big deal. Uh, So I guess – so the term ended yesterday for the court term 2021, which is why she was sworn in. They'll do another kind of swearing in um, I think in November maybe, but this is just so she can get on the ground rolling. Okay. Yeah, um, and she <laughs> she's got her hands
3: full. Yeah, it, it looks like. Uh, well, I uh, saw that, and uh, a new era has begun. And now we have the first black Supreme Court justice, Fema. First black FEMA. female. Yeah, and by the way, I saw where ABC. I think they just removed the tweet. Oh okay, yeah, they, Good Morning they, they, America talking morning about
4: Judge Brown being the first, first black, black Supreme Court justice. And stuff.
3: I missed um, that. What happened there? Well, that's what they said, the first black Supreme oh, Court judge. That is false. It's false, yeah, because
1: yeah, of uh,
3: Justice Thomas.
1: And I don't even know if he was the first one. Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. Yep. From my era. Um, in crime, crime is never slow in Mississippi, nope. as you guys know. You know, if it's ever a quote-unquote slow news day for us trying to be on air, we just go to crime. There's so much crime in Mississippi. Um, Terrible. A, a Mississippi attorney in Macomb he got picked up by the cops. He's now released on bond. But he's being charged with, uh, I think it's seven different crimes, including murder and two counts of meth. Okay. He's an attorney. i uh, been practicing Macomb for um, – since 2006, so 16 years. In 21, uh, the story surfaced of a dead female being found in his house. Mm. And he's been out ever since then. And now with uh, MBI investigations kind of coming to a close, they picked him up. But he's back out on bond. Mm.
3: So okay. uh,
1: that's a uh, headline right there. Murder, meth, and more local attorney. Um, you know, and the homicides continue to happen um, around Mississippi metro area. I don't have back in the newsroom. We have a count going on of, uh, you know, Jackson, Jackson itself. Yeah, it's hapless. Yeah. Not just Jackson, but across Mississippi. Um, yeah, it's Not
3: good. No, not good at all. Yeah. Um, What about this festival, the Freak Show? You seen that one? I have. Uh, What's that all about?
1: Well, it's pretty much just as Madison County right now is saying, we don't want
3: it to happen. Freak Fest. Can you tell us what it's all about? They say it's a pool party and adult show.
1: Yeah. uh, We've seen it. In
3: Madison County. My county.
1: Yeah, so uh, it's called the... It's the big, biggest pool party in Dolch's show. Freak Fest, that's what it's called. called Freak Fest. It's um, supposed to be in Madison County, and now it's not happening, following a uh, restraining order that was put in place
3: by county officials. Yeah, Chancery uh, Judge Cynthia Brewer yes. of Madison County. She issued the order barring the Freak Fest 2022. Barred it.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what to say about it, to be honest. I, I'm not terribly surprised that... This happened it's supposed b- to be in Canton. I know that, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be in Canton, and I'm sure there's going to be some pushback. Bizarre. You know, there's going to be some pushback. Of course. It's w-
3: what happens. Yeah. The supervisors is who filed the suit, by the way. Yes. The Mass County supervisors filed the suit in Chancellor Court asking a judge to block it. That is correct. Said the owners hadn't re- had obtained the proper permit. That's, yeah. That was the basis for that. Um,. <laughs> It was to Prairie's feature song. quote some of the hottest females and best dancers in the area. Busiest <laughs> week in a while. <laughs> okay.
1: um, and if I had more time, I hear the music coming in. Yeah, you know uh, the whole Emmett Hill resurfaced. Um, you want
3: to come back and talk about that? Yeah, we can. Okay, we're going to take a break. We got J T Mitchell, the news director, Super Top Mississippi News. Stay with us. Hey!
0: Your window tint headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
19: Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you.
12: With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993.
11: The Greenwood LaFleur County Chamber of Commerce will host the 15th annual Bikes, Blues, and Bayou Cycling Event on Saturday, August 6th. Voted Southeast Tourism Society's Top 20 Event winner for three years in a row. Mississippi's largest bike ride begins in historic downtown Greenwood and continues through the fast, flat, alluvial plains of the Delta. Come join the ride and experience the best southern hospitality on earth. Visit vikesbluesbayous.com for more information. We hope to see you in Greenwood on August 6th.
18: Dell's Black Friday and July sale is here. Power productivity with a tech refresh. Now with up to 45% off top-rated laptops like the XPS, along with our special deals on business desktops with Intel Core processors. Get big savings on the latest servers, storage, monitors and more with free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877 Ask Dell. That's 877 Ask Dell.
7: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Goal Sports Cafe. The Philly cheesesteak sandwich or wrap. Melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
12: Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling,
5: hit it, go, play it.
0: Middays with Gerard gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a
11: hurry to get things done, oh, I rush and rush until i no fun. All I really gotta do is live and die, but I'm in a hurry and don't know why. Don't So fast. My car has nothing to From Fort
3: Payne, it's Alabama. Alabama!
4: <laughs>
3: you ever been there? Fort Payne? I can't say I've ever been to Fort Payne. We're a customer of mine. The uh. city of Fort Payne, Alabama. Did you
1: know that Fort Payne, you, they're the former uh, sock manufacturer of the world? No. Yeah. Yeah. Sock, sock, S-O-C-K. At one point, they created, they made, manufactured yeah. one in every two socks.
3: Huh? Yeah. Uh, what was the brand? Was there a, a would have to a or, Okay.
1: I'm pretty sure. They, I'm pretty sure they have a sign or something. That's well. how I learned that because we used to drive through Payne all the time, going from Tennessee back to Jackson. Uh, pretty sure. That wouldn't be. I have no Russell. idea how to
4: pronounce this, but it starts with a Z. It's spelled Z-K-A-N-O.
1: So it is Fort Payne. Correct. Wow. And now it's somewhere in Japan, right?
4: How about that? Uh it says our socks are proudly made in Fort Payne, Alabama with organic cotton. How
1: about that? But I think now the sock capital of the world is somewhere in Japan. Probably okay. yeah. the sock capital of the world. Fort mm-hmm. Payne's claim to fame. You got a sock guy too? You said you got a cone guy.
3: Oh, no, I don't have any sock people. <laughs> I got a cone. It's actually Orange Barrels. So that's the big cash cow for the company. <laughs> Not the cones. <laughs> yeah,
1: we got the Orange Barrel capital of the world just south of here. Are we dead? Yeah, we did, for sure.
3: <laughs> More... Orange barrels per capita than any other <laughs> state. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, sure uh, Alabama people there on that.
4: are new to it. They have taken up the mantle of Fort Payne's sock industry. Apparently, it was
3: MEG Sports Socks. Okay. I was thinking it MEG might be knitting? Russell Athletics, but I wouldn't think they'd be one in every two pair. But I think they're an Alabama based company, if I'm not mistaken. Russell Athletics. Known for.
1: I think they're, too.
3: Making uniforms and stuff. They've, I think, kind of lost some of their market to, of course, Adidas and Nike and Under Armour. I mean, that's kind of the world they live in. But I want to say when I was Yeah, a kid,
4: Russell Athletic, founded in 1902 in Alexander City, Alabama. There you go.
1: Well, know, we're all full look- of trivia day, yeah. aren't we? Since you're looking <laughs> this stuff up, see if Forpane has a like a sock statue or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be shocked if that's your claim to fame.
3: No, their claim to fame is Alabama, the band. It's not the socks. No, <laughs>
4: <laughs> teach their own.
1: Oh
3: God! <laughs> All right. Apparently,
4: there is a statue of a guy named Jeffrey <laughs> Allen Cook in Fort Payne,
3: <laughs> and, and he's sock a god. sock god. <laughs> all right man we are rocking and rolling with some good trivia today aren't we? that's the fodder for the day <laughs> okay I don't what, know how you segue uh, from what, that yeah I know. to this all right the emmett Till story I mean I've seen a lot of this what what's happening there
1: yes yeah, so a group was uh going through files in the basement of courthouse and found a um, an unserved warrant from 19 it's from 1955 for the arrest of carolyn bryant donham um so you everybody who's listening knows who that is yeah um and at the time you know she was identified as mrs roy bryant um and now a lot of people out there including family members of till are demanding that it be served now and her arrested okay at 88 years old wow so that's i'll do quick math that's Forty-five, sixty-seven years ago, the, what,
3: war, the warrant is that old. What prompted that? I mean, is there something that occurred, some incident, some event that that triggered this to
1: that prompted them to search? Yeah. Oh, I just think. Uh, I mean, actually, the group did include members of a. Uh, I think I don't know.
3: So um, long after is the only thing I'm saying. I mean, it's been a long time, and you got to think it was, like it was, you'd have been already done that. I guess the searching.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, you think it was hidden? I don't know. It's It certainly begs that question. That's the question it does beg. Um, and there's been there's been a lot of stuff surrounding the Till case. And so it's I don't know how you go about it from a legal standpoint because warrants have to expire. Right. You know, I don't know if it's every 10 years or I don't know when they expire. Um, but I know you destroy legal documents after a certain amount of time. Right, and that's why the question is begged that uh why is this just now new evidence um and how is it just now found, and should she or should she not be served as she's still alive mm. at eighty eight yeah uh
3: wow, weird
1: for sure, mm. yeah, interesting, uh, so I look forward to uh following that story 'cause that's 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 an old warrant that's just now coming up, yeah.
3: Anything else about the runoff elections that comes to mind that you you think may be uh, notable as uh, mentioning or just a story in general?
1: Yeah, I thought it was um, kind of shocking. I figured and I saw on social media that Congressman Guest was going to really step up his game. Um, But, you know, he lost by half percent to one percent to Cassidy, 400 votes in the uh, primary, Mm -hmm. but then smoked him. Yeah,
3: doubled. And yeah,
1: over-doubled. Yeah. It was like 46K to 22K. 42, yeah. So he definitely got on the campaign trail hard um, between that – how many days is that? Two weeks, three weeks? Yeah. Um, and then District 4, I had a feeling it was going to end up like that. I thought that um, Sheriff Azell was going to win by more. But Congressman Palazzo has namesake, stuff like that. Yeah. When I was watching that um, – the debate this past Friday night between yep. Sheriff Azelle and Congressman Palazzo, WLOX, they had a rolling poll going mm-hmm. throughout. Mm-hmm. And um, you know I don't know how many people tuned in, 1,500 or so, probably throughout the entirety of the hour. But the running poll, it, it, when I last looked, it was 72% would vote for Azelle. Hmm. And then a solid like 12 or 13% said they're not going to vote. And so don't vote. And well, so, what's that
3: all about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not voting. I don't like either of them.
1: Yeah, um, and so Azelle will now uh, face off against uh, he'll face off against former Hattiesburg Mayor Johnny Dupree right. and Libertarian candidate Alden Johnson. Um, and he he's a uh, we'll
3: see I, I, we'll see who wins that race. Well, the mayor is fairly popular. Yes, in the certainly in the Pine Belt. Yeah, parts he, of the Pine he Belt. He is. I
1: mean, he was a longtime mayor yeah. for nearly or over a decade for Hattiesburg. Um, he was also the Democratic nominee for governor, right so we'll see how that race plays out because you know a lot of people nah, they, they they may think that Azelle is too old to go up there and be uh, a rookie but I, I I don't know we'll see with uh district two Brian flowers won that mm-hmm. but have you if you compare the turnouts between two, three, and four, and then if we look at the turnouts for general you know, Congressman Thompson, it's going to take an underdog,
3: you know. Um, Yeah, the turnout for Congressman Thompson on the Democrat primary was like three times more, three and a half times more than in the Republican primary, I believe.
1: And then Congressman Guest has Chawaski-Young. Right. And he's run a pretty impressive campaign thus far. Uh, So we'll see how that turns out as well. I don't know Don't know anything about it. So it must have been Paul. Yeah, it was Paul who interviewed him. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, uh, are y'all doing that again going into generals? I don't know.
3: I don't make the call. You yeah, know. me neither. I just show, <laughs> I just show we up just and sh- say, hey, Gerard, interview this person. So, show up and do our job. You know, it is. It is. A, I think kind of a misconception out there. It's probably worth noting uh, amongst our our audience that we, the hosts of the show, really don't do the scheduling, and it it's a full time job, and it's a very difficult job. But we have a content director that does that, and uh, we learn about that in general within 24 hours before, not even within 24 hours sometimes. And that's because it just takes a long time. It's very hard to nail down folks to, to get on the show and, and uh, accommodate their schedule and our schedule.
1: I think a lot of people think that, the personalities, and it works different, I'm sure, other places. I don't know, actually, but I'm sure a lot of people think the personalities just choose. Uh, you know, you and Paul, just, and just yeah, that's choose. Not it that's not how it not works.
3: That's not how it works. Not how it works whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it, it'd be impossible, I think, to serve as a host of one of these shows and also do the scheduling of the guests and do it all. You couldn't do it.
1: Because you have to, you had to do your share,
3: yeah. You couldn't do it.
1: And you gotta go phone call, phone call, phone call. You it could a, do it. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's uh, and and it's also got to be some, some thought put into that. You just don't pick random people. If, as I hope folks see we try to bring in people that are relevant to the topics that are that are uh, in the news.
1: Yep. Well, you want to move to sports while we got a few minutes? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Well, uh, so Coach Bianco, he went straight from the parade <laughs> to coaching Team USA.
3: Yeah. The, Turn your mic around, let me.
1: Coaching Team USA. So they'll do five Stars and Stripes games there, and then he'll select 26 to play uh, cool. Japan next Saturday. If you want to wake up at 7 a.m., you can watch that game one. Mike Leach got a new contract, getting about a half uh, million pay raise through 2024. may have been longer, but Mississippi State law does not allow you to be under contract four for years. more than four years. Yeah. Um, and then our ducos have just been sweeping the yeah. awards. Coach of the year from uh, Michael Avalon at Pearl River. you got uh, Defensive Player of the Year from Northeast. you got Overall Player of the Year from Pearl River. Lots of good things in Mississippi sports, especially
3: baseball. No doubt about it. And pretty soon we'll be playing football, it's hard to believe. But I can't wait, let's man. savor the national championship in the Ole Miss world, as we did in the Mississippi State world uh, last year. And I think USM is going to be there, too, eventually. I really do feel good well, about it. Well, I
1: expect it. you to get a sock guy between now and next time we talk <laughs> <laughs>
3: sounds good we gotta go we'll be right back
7: from the seabrookpaint.com weather center i'm bob sullender for all your paint and coating needs go to seabrookpaint.com today mostly cloudy conditions a 70 percent chance of rain high near 87 tonight 20 percent chance of rain mostly cloudy low around 72 Your finally friday a 60 percent chance of rain partly sunny high near 88 and four your saturday a 60 percent chance of rain as well partly sunny high near 89 864-3752.
6: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaways has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Callaways has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Calloway's showroom and warehouse are full. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Calloway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of
13: Germantown High. Everything
8: for home
13: and garden, that's what Callaway's is. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Car enthusiasts that aren't huge fans of the standard Mississippi car tag are getting another option starting today. Blackout tags have simple white lettering on a black background, and they're available now as a vanity plate. The cost will depend on what type of vehicle you're buying the tag for, with a portion of that fee going to help out the families of law enforcement and firefighters who died in the line of duty. Because so many residents have expressed a desire for the blackout tag, Harrison County will have a specific line for it. A special election to fill an empty House seat in District 37, created by the passing of Representative Lynn Wright, will be held November 8th. That's also the date of Mississippi's four midterm congressional races. For all the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
18: Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
0: Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk, Mississippi.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. And don't forget, we're happy to say that we will air the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on Thursday, July the 14th, here on Talk Mississippi. Every year there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in unimaginable circumstances, and that's why we need your help. You'll learn how Palmer Home for Children serves vulnerable children. It's a faith based organization that doesn't take government money, so we need your help. We want you to listen in and join us for the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. It's all happening on July 14th here on Super Top Mississippi. We'll be headed up to Hernando. And we get enough money in here. Off with that dude and beard, Rhino. But we got to get enough money. Right?
4: I'll be baby faced.
3: <laughs> Looking forward to that. That's coming up on July fourteenth, which also happens to be my um, deceased mother's birthday. Passed away in nineteen eighty seven. I remember it vividly, like everybody does. I know you've lost uh, mothers. Well, you recall, of course, where you were when you oh, learned yeah. of it. <clears throat> I was in Savannah, Georgia, and I was literally on the floor, sitting. Um, <laughs> inside of a a server, a, a Unix based computer at the time doing some work on it for a customer. My business had been open a year and we had this company was owned out of Mississippi and they had a factory. It's an interesting company a, a paint factory in Savannah that made special paint for the Navy hmm. to paint uh, the ships and so forth. Yeah. Ocean Coatings was the name of the company. I still remember it. I don't even know if it's still around, if not had any contact. but I was on the floor and uh, doing some work inside the system, getting it prepped to install software. We were doing an accounting system, distribution system for them, and got that call. Of course, didn't have cell phones back then. My wife called and picked up the phone in the office there. They said, hey, Gerard, it's, it's for you. And I picked the phone up. my wife informing me. We uh, never forget that, obviously. I know anybody who's lost a loved one, they can always recall that, and they'll never forget it. It's, it's, it's forever ensconced in their brain. I was sitting in this chair when I got the text that uh, I needed to come home. Really? You were oh, in yeah. the chair.
4: I was in this chair.
3: Wow. Mm. Well, anyhow, we, uh, we honor them, and we move forward, and we, of course have uh, infinite love and care for our deceased loved ones and I know like you I'll never forget my mother and the impact she had on my life. You know my mother was was uh, such an interesting uh, lady and as as any as in any family with where there's a teenager in the house, you don't always get along with your mother's surprise. <laughs> Sometimes you want to do stuff and your mother don't want you to do it. You ever have that? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I knew my mother was so smart because she'd she'd argue and you'd argue back and you'd you know, you'd play ping pong, and finally she'd say, Do as you damn well please and you knew, Oh, hell, it's gonna happen now. <laughs> that was her way of saying Okay, go ahead. You'll learn. She was usually right. That's funny, isn't it? Ninety-nine times out of a hundred. <laughs> oh, well, we, uh, we reminisce a bit about that. But we got that coming up. The Palmer Home for Children, what a great organization. Does great work, and it is an honor and a privilege to be associated with it, as this network has for quite some time.
4: Yeah, we, my mom never really liked when I grew my hair out long or grew my beard long, but she always appreciated the fact that I was doing it for Palmer Home.
3: Okay, I got you. So she she got the idea. Oh yeah, I
4: mean yeah. she even showed up for a couple Palmer Home radio thons to help run the phones. Oh wow,
3: awesome! Given her time uh, for a great cause. So we we look forward to that. We we certainly do. We got lots of uh, text here on the C Spire text line. Robert and Clinton, we were talking about the Bureau of Prisons now spending a million and a half dollars to accommodate transgender inmates. What could be more important than that? He says, jailed inmates in Clinton custody get a frozen TV dinner literally right out of the box, no microwave involved. (laughs) Now that's accommodations. Mo says, yep, Highway 49 will be done soon. As soon as funding can be obtained, they will start widening it again from the coast to Jackson for hurricane evacuations. Really? I hadn't heard that. We're going to six-lane it all the way through? Because I know we got six-lane through Florence, I believe. Isn't that where it is? I do believe that has been proposed in the past, but I don't know
4: mm-hmm. if there is a whole lot of excitement or energy behind starting it immediately after the construction is completed on the 8th.
3: Yeah. I think uh there's, I tell you we need some
4: time to let it breathe,
3: yeah that that makes sense, and not to mention how much all this stuff costs now because that oh man, I don't know if you've seen the reports on this, but that has been an outcry uh, from some who opposed this one point two trillion dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill. And that is, it was. Uh, it did not contemplate inflation. So now, all sorts of reports show that inflation threatens to dramatically erode the impact of this trillion-dollar infrastructure law. Of course, it would. Rising prices and supply chain issues. But don't worry, Pete
4: Buttigieg is going to make all the highways racially equitable. <laughs>
3: Uh, what a just a, a, a pool of incompetence we have in that cabinet. We had Rachel Levine yesterday assuring us that gender affirming surgery for the youth in our country that seek to change their gender is a noble. In virtuous effort on the part of taxpayers, we got Pete Buttigieg saying, don't worry about them roads and bridges, we're going to make sure they're equitable from a racial perspective. But folks that count the money are saying, you know what, that $1.2 trillion, it ain't going as far as you thought it was. And elevated cost for materials, labor, contractors are obviously asking more charging more for construction. And as a result, we're looking at far less impact as was anticipated from this $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. I think only one member of Mississippi's, well, two, pardon me, two members of Mississippi's federal delegation supported it. Uh, Representative Benny Thompson and Senator Roger Wicker voted in favor of this $1.2 trillion piece of legislation. But the cost of construction projects for government rose 13% in January. So that means it's up about 20 now. So everything's going up in price, and it is really an issue at the rate at which inflation is trending. You may appropriate money today, and in the case of this infrastructure stuff, Keep in mind that most in the industry say it takes ten years, right, from commissioning of a project because you've got to go through all sorts of red tape to get the proper permits and and other authority and approvals.
4: And by you the time grease you grease the right, right wheels, yeah. and you got to make sure that the native flora and fauna, even though they <laughs> exist. Anywhere else, they, this one strip of land, you got to make sure you're not taking out too many of the locusts. We don't like locusts, but you can't take too many out here.
3: Oh, geez. It's true. So imagine what – so you appropriate X dollars today, and you don't spend it for 10 years. You don't get around to funding it because you can't get it approved, all the red tape. doesn't go very far. That's the point. So you sell it on what is a pretense that, yeah, we need to go ahead and sign off on this and get it enacted because we're going to do this, that, and the other with it. But in reality, you can't get any of those goals achieved because you don't have enough money because inflation. It's so crazy when you think about it because the same people that were pushing this legislation, for the most part, are also the ones that favor the policies that are driving this inflation. Then they'll come back and say, we got a solution. We need more money. That's what they'll say. (laughs) Look, we solved it. Unbelievable. Pour the water out of the glass, put water in it, and take a victory lap. That's kind of what they do. Half full, by the way. Oh, yeah, Dolly Parton, Jolene bumping us out of this segment. We'll come back with another segment of talk and then uh, Randy Pierce. He's a former Mississippi Supreme Court justice at
8: 1205.
2: The Mississippi Braves are back at Trustmark Park to face Pensacola for a July 4th celebration with post-game fireworks presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. The series continues with First Responders Wednesday, Truckworks Thirsty Thursday featuring Ole Miss Night, plus Friday, July 8th, the first 1,000 fans get a floppy cap presented by Budweiser. Another fireworks show on Saturday, July 9th presented by Watkins Construction and then Raising Cane's Sunday Family Fun Day to close the homestand. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com.
16: Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us.
12: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till
0: noon. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation.
4: At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a master
10: tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net.
3: Let us change your car buying experience.
0: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland.
17: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday weakened the federal government's ability to regulate greenhouse gas emissions from major industries such as power plants, saying that Congress must clearly spell out such authority. The 6-3 ruling and the court's major question doctrine could lead to greater legal scrutiny over regulations from federal agencies, including those affecting agriculture. The ruling comes from West Virginia versus the EPA, in which the states challenged EPA's authority under the Obama-era Clean Power Plan. The plan forced power plants to lower emissions and essentially forced power companies to switch from coal to natural gas to renewable energy. The rule never went into effect as it was blocked by courts and then withdrawn by the Trump administration. Still, states that rely heavily on fossil fuels pursued the case against the rule. I'm Dixon Williams, that's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
16: In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association.
15: And to good
9: things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Ah, it's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbons. Mm. Come on, let's get on with the show yes. on Super Talk, Mississippi.
4: To this
8: land called home I'll breathe Mississippi Till I'm
3: There you go, One Mississippi Arcade. By our good friend and colleague Steve Azar Officially goes into effect today Appreciate uh, your talents there, Steve Appreciate you composing that Performing it for the great state of Mississippi. Well done, sir. Thank you. So, all right, Rhino. I got to tell him. You just sent me. You just sent me a little. Fire. It's a rabbit
4: hole I went down this morning.
3: <laughs> you were,
4: and I, I kept finding video after video in this thread of Mississippi's kindred spirits in sub-Saharan Africa of all places, because apparently. If you go to places like Zimbabwe in sub Saharan Africa and you go to the rural parts of the country, you can't go anywhere without running into super fans of American country music. And. Weddings, bars, grocery stores, anywhere you go in sub Saharan Africa when you get to the, the rural areas, they love American country music.
3: Well, this gentleman certainly does, without a doubt. By the way, this is a tweet you shared with me from the Zimbabwean. Oh, yeah. It looks like a wedding. You think so? It is. It's a wedding. It's a wedding. Okay. He's dancing at a wedding. Okay. He's entertaining the wedding party, dancing at the wedding, and he's like doing the Michael Jackson moon dance to country music. It's pretty awesome. You got to share that one up. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you, when you look at the, when you first see him dancing, you sort of have to process the music. You don't expect to hear country music, right? Not whatsoever. How cool is
4: that? That is really neat. Just one of the good things because we always talk about the bad parts of social media. But Absolutely. the good things about social media is you get exposed to
3: different things from around the world you never thought you'd find out. To- totally agree. And, you know, I, I so enjoy holidays on uh, social media when you see people that uh, will post about themselves, their families, photos, and, and so forth, celebrating the various holidays. Those are fun. Or events in their lives. That's what it was originally de- designed for, by the way. Uh, the, the birth of a baby, wedding, anniversary, birthdays. Those are cool. That's enjoyable. I like to see that from others. And that's what really it was supposed to be originally, was a tool for that. And to meet new people. How many of us have become acquainted with and met new people? Good people. People we like to associate with. The tool has facilitated that. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who never share such content. Rather, they choose to share doom glue tower content it's like just get out of my life you know it I'll admit we uh, we spent a lot of time here on the program chiding various politicians and we're critical and we condemn policy in particular and we we share a lot of news it's not always happy not always good but here's what I'll say especially with July 4th couple of days out. I'm still optimistic about our future. I still believe our best days are ahead. I said that on social media, and a couple of people jumped on me. Like, okay, do you want me to just go dig in a hole and uh, just isolate myself from society and just die? If you don't believe that there's a positive future ahead of us, and that our best days are ahead despite all these issues, despite all these challenges. Well, i tell you what, head down to the maternity ward and, and tell expecting mothers and couples, don't bring that child into the world, it's over. I mean, seriously. You have to believe that the best is yet to come. And I do believe that. I don't like a lot of what we see. I know we have a lot in our audience feel the same way. They're concerned. But we, we talk about that, and we, I guess, take exception to it because we believe that that's getting in the way of us achieving our fullest potential. That doesn't mean that I don't wholeheartedly believe that our best days are ahead. If you don't believe that, then you'll never realize it. You have to believe And positive outcomes to achieve them if you're just mired and obsessed with everything is going down the tank and there's no way out. No salvation, no rescue, nothing positive in the future. Why live? Why bring anyone into the world? Just not buying that. Not buying it. I don't like a lot of what we see. There's no question about that. But I'm telling you, our best days ahead. The Calvary, as my good uh, mentor Larry Kudlow says, is coming. It's time for a break here. We've got uh, Randy Pierce coming up next, the director of the Mississippi Judicial College at Ole Miss Law School.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni Street Pros. Online at BaroniStreetPros.com.
2: Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. Police in Kentucky have a suspect in custody following a shootout that killed two cops. The Kentucky State
12: Police say they now have a man named Lance Stores in custody in Pike County, and the filed paperwork says Stores was arrested and charged with murder and attempted murder. Following gunfire erupting when police tried serving a warrant in the city of Allen Thursday night, two officers are dead along with a police canine, Five other officers and an emergency
2: management professional on scene were wounded. Fox's Evan Brown. No surprise here, this year's July 4th cookout will cost you more. The American Farm (laughs) Bureau Federation says Americans will spend 17% more this year to host a barbecue for 10 people compared to a year ago. About 10 bucks more than it was last year, a total of 70 bucks. Fox's Grady Trimble. America is listening to Fox News.
14: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today.
6: Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men and a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday,
13: A Mississippi man is under arrest after loading his firearm curbside at Logan International Airport in Boston Thursday. 22-year-old Zachary Carden had retrieved his luggage and started loading rounds of bullets into his pistol in the view of other travelers. Police determined that he had no criminal intent, but the 22-year-old is being charged with possession of a firearm and ammunition without a firearms ID card as well as disturbing the peace. The average gas price in Mississippi is $0.10 cents cheaper than it was this time last week. The new state average is at $4.37 for a gallon of regular. This is $0.47 cents less than the national average. According to GasBuddy, the cheapest gas in Mississippi today can be found at the Chevron on Denny Avenue and Pascagoula. They're selling it for $3.79. Mm-hmm.
20: Some things sound so good you can almost taste it, like bluebell strawberry lemonade ice cream, delicious strawberry ice cream swirled with lemonade sherbet and sprinkled with lemon flavored flakes. It's better
2: than you can imagine.
8: The good old days are being
10: Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today.
13: MDOT should complete work on the Interstate 20 bridge by the end of the year. Central Transportation District Commissioner Willie Simmons filled us in on what will be next for that area.
17: Uh, I know we get a lot of concerns about the rough ride on
11: Interstate 20, uh, but we're going to pave it upon completing the bridge, and that bridge should be completed later on this year also.
13: The awards keep rolling in for the Pearl River Community College baseball team. The latest accolade being given to Wildcats head coach Michael Avalon, who was named the National Junior College Athletic Association's Division II Coach of the Year. By the American Baseball Coaches Association. This award comes after the Wildcats won a conference title, a national title, and had a record of 45 and 11. The championship victory also marked Avalon's 200th career win as head coach. I'm Kelly Bennett.
12: Just a reminder about the Palmer Hall for Children Radio Fond, July the 14th, right here on Super Talk. Look, the Supertalk family knows that when they donate to Palmer Home for Children, they're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radio Fund, July the 14th. Listen, help, and spread the word.
11: Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in.
14: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: And now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
8: Begin your transition
0: now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
3: back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into the third hour of the program on this Friday, y'all. And joining us now, we've got Randy Pierce, the director of the Mississippi Judicial College for the Ole Miss Law School and former Mississippi Supreme Court Justice. Randy, thanks for coming on.
20: Yes, sir. Uh, Gerard, happy Fourth of July to you and the folks there at Super Talk.
3: Yes, sir. So I want to tell you, I enjoyed uh, your photos and your chronology of the trip to Omaha. It looks like a lot of fun. It was a big day. It was uh,
20: incredible. I tell you, we drove up uh, for the first weekend for the Auburn game and then came home, worked the, last week, and then... Look, when they got in the final, we just had to get back there, and it was a wonderful experience.
3: It definitely was. So, wanted to have you on the program today. Appreciate you joining us, as always, to discuss uh, lots of activity going on at the U.S. Supreme Court. I mean, it's really been a a watershed few days with all these decisions being handed down. And uh, we'll start with the big one last week that originated here in the state of Mississippi, the uh, Dobbs. Uh, versus or the uh, uh, versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, I think is the way it was styled, and that ruling came down, and that gosh, that really set off a firestorm, really on both sides of that argument.
20: Uh, yes, sir, and of course every June we 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 get to those of us that are in the judicial branch and our lawyers pay attention to the hand down list that come out of the U.S. Supreme Court as we do each week for the Mississippi Supreme Court. So this obviously has been a very active June and a lot of cases that that are very significant at this point. You know, as the director of Judicial College, I, I don't offer commentary necessarily on, on uh, whether I think those are right or wrong.
3: Yeah.
8: Uh,
20: but, ne- but nevertheless, it's been a uh, busy time for those of us that love to watch the, the courts.
3: Yeah, and then yesterday we had this case, EPA, West Virginia, Uh, I guess the question I have for you about that, and so what the, essentially what the, the uh, court ruled is that the EPA had in effect overstepped its authority and and that much of the regulation that it had issued and, and, um, and promulgated really was uh, not within their purview, not within their authority, and that they ruled that this is a matter for the Congress. How do you think that, Randy, may affect uh, this this complex of agencies going forward that have uh, really always acted on laws and then produced regulations and, and rules from those laws is this going to rein that in and constrain that somewhat? Should could this be applied to the agency complex?
20: Yeah, it, it no doubt will impact uh, uh, the executive agency that that's at you know the EPA in this case, and then. If we were here in Mississippi, you know, we have executive branch agencies, too, that, that operate and develop regulations based on uh, laws that are passed by the uh, legislative branch. And so in, in this case, uh, although I haven't been able yet to read that opinion, I will uh, soon, um, but based on what I've read about that opinion, it definitely will have a tremendous impact on uh, what's been uh, uh, happening within the uh, Environmental Protection Agency.
3: It just feels like and, uh, that what we've seen is kind of a, a gridlock, I guess, in government. And as a result, it seems like who's ever in the White House issues a bunch of executive orders, and then those get, uh, of course, directed to the, the agencies in the administration. And so it's kind of a fine line, a gray area between what is the responsibility of Congress and how much authority do the agencies have you've got to believe we'll see more cases, perhaps. What do you think about that? Are you expecting more cases that might deal with the same subject matter?
20: I would expect more. Uh, you know, when you look at, for example, uh, in Mississippi, and, and, you know, we recently, um, back during the legislative term, I think uh, either Paul or you or someone had on a, a senator talking about the certificate of need yeah. process here in Mississippi and how that works. And so any type of regulatory um, enforcement that, that emanates from a statute uh, certainly would be subject to, uh, I think, in my opinion at least, uh, to review. And so we'll just have to wait and see. And that's the thing about the courts. You know, the courts, uh, uh, generally speaking, are there to to call balls and strikes and, and don't seek controversy. But when it comes to the courts, the courts simply just have to have to make up the, the rulings the best they can.
3: Yeah, it just seems like that the courts have come more into focus again. I believe it's because of this gridlock uh, we have in government. Really, is a function of uh, a fairly closely divided nation. We we end, we end up electing folks in the in the Congress, in the House, in the Senate, in the White House. It's pretty half and half. I mean, the Senate, in particular. I think illustrates that, and so you don't get you can't get anything done. And, and whomever I guess is in the White House at that point in time tends to look to the courts to get what they want. Not supposed to work that way, is it?
20: Uh, you know, it's it's um, if you go back in time and look at history, um, when you look at, for example, U.S. Supreme Court confirmations and look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Justice Scalia, for example, and Justice Ginsburg, they you know they were. You know, substantial numbers of opposite or what we would consider opposite party or bipartisan uh, support for those candidates because they were both well qualified and and so sadly, I think in my view, we're at a point where we tend to um, uh, look not just at their qualifications, but you know, have politicized so much uh, in our country uh, that hopefully we can get back to to the point where when a president uh, makes those. Nominations at the Senate in its role of confirmation with uh, advice and consent will will focus more on the qualifications as opposed to to uh, what they think an ideology would necessarily be, whether it be liberal or conservative. But we're not there yet. Uh, we're at, at a tough point, and is that the point now? Where unless you've got a president and a majority in the Senate in the same party, it's hard to get uh, some of these nominations through.
3: Yeah, really is. So, what about? Uh... Uh, Randy, are you familiar with this case that the Supreme Court has now just announced considering a hearing they they uh, announced yesterday? And this is a case in North Carolina dealing with uh, state legislature's power over elec- elections. Are you familiar with that one?
20: Uh, yes, sir. Um, you know, of course, I served in the legislature back a few days yep. ago uh, in the early 2000s, and uh, we dealt with redistricting then. So. Yep. Um that I haven't seen the actual cert petition that was was granted, but uh you know reading what i've read, it appears that there that could be um a very significant case as well in terms of what the judicial role is in uh, a, an individual state's um uh redrawing of districts after a census, for example,
3: yeah, Moore versus Harper is the style of this particular case and it looks like the Supreme Court might rely on some precedence that's being reported as they uh, take up this case. But I guess the main point here is that we're likely to have something else that's highly controversial coming out of the Supreme Court here.
20: Yeah, that that's probably safe to say, and, and we most likely will we'll see that uh, in late June of, of next year.
3: Yeah. Uh, is it kind of surprising, Randy, that we have um, – so many cases that are that are so high profile, with decisions being handed down in a short period of time. We got the remain in Mexico case. We got uh, the coach in Washington uh, praying on the field. Uh, and, and of course, we got the Dobbs case. Uh, the let's see, there was a couple of other ones in there as well. The EPA case, I think we talked about, but just a lot of big ones in high profile cases, compressed into a short period of time
20: that that's correct and you know when we look at the differences between the u.s supreme court and mississippi supreme court in mississippi um you have a right to appeal and once you're making a a ruling by a lower court the supreme court either hears it or deflects it down to our court of appeals for a decision at the u.s supreme court of course they grant permission uh, for those cases to be heard and so um i you know it there does appear to be uh at least uh Looking at the recent decisions and, and uh, perhaps the certs that have been granted for the next sitting, um, definitely a, a tendency to grant those uh, type of cases. So we'll we'll have to see what what the court does uh, in those.
3: Yeah, it's, it'll be uh, fascinating to watch that unfold. Are you familiar with the case that uh, the Jackson Women's Health Organization has now filed that where they're trying to? I, I guess. Uh, perhaps enjoin the trigger law that is certified and now scheduled to go into effect uh, to try to stop that. And that case, of course, is rooted in an old 1998 case concerning the state constitution. You've got about a minute.
20: Yes, sir. I'm definitely familiar with it. Obviously, as, as the trainer of, of all judges that will be involved in that, I won't comment on the merits of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I do know that the Chief Justice made an appointment to hear that case, and uh, we got some great judges out there, and, and I know the judge he appointed will, will do, a, do a very thorough job.
3: be fascinating to watch. Randy, as always, appreciate you coming on Middays. Take care. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Happy Fourth again. You too, sir. Right. Judge Randy Pierce has been our guest here on Middays. We'll step aside for a break right here. we got three-quarters of an hour left on this Friday. We'll be right back. Everybody
11: doing the mess nah When I say stop, don't you move a pain. When I say go, yes uh, shake your leg and do the mess around. I'm doing the mess around. Yeah, do the mess around.
16: Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us.
11: The Greenwood Lafleur County Chamber of Commerce will host the 15th Annual Bikes, Blues, and Bayou Cycling Event on Saturday, August 6th. Voted Southeast Tourism Society's Top 20 Event winner for three years in a row. Mississippi's largest bike ride begins in historic downtown Greenwood and continues through the fast flat alluvial plains of the Delta come join the ride and experience the best southern hospitality on earth visit bikes for more information we hope to see you in Greenwood on August 6th
5: Here's the pitch he swings. It's out of here! Jackson and surrounding areas, it's time to hit big! During the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale! Through July 3rd only, Mazda Jackson and Ridgeland Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre owned vehicles, all in one location. Trust Park in Burr. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazda, Kia, Ford, you name it! We've got it! Make no payments for 90 days! Get up to $3,000 in Dell Payment Assistance! Plus, receive a 42 inch TV with every purchase! Credit problems? No problem! We have over 20 lint for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday, July 3rd, we'll give away a mystery card at 1 p.m. Register no later than Saturday, July 2nd. We'll also be giving away a $4,000 Home Depot gift card and a PS5. But hurry, it all ends Sunday, July 3rd, and you don't want to miss the buying opportunity of a lifetime during the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale. At Trust Park Park, One Brain's Boulevard in Perth. Brought to you by Must of Jackson and Richland Mitsubishi. Get here now, because once the deals are gone, they're gone.
2: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland.
7: ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. supply.net Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Sockneck Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Supply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601 933 4910. That's 601 933 4910, or online at
2: ESI This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
0: Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
6: I was a little too tall,
11: could have used a few pounds. Tight pants, points, all down. She was a black-haired beauty with big dark eyes and points on her own, sudden way up high.
3: Bob Seger, Night Moves.
4: Firm and high. I have an update on the Dumbest, Dumbest, Dumbest Protester Dumbest 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 Award. It was going to go yesterday to the two protesters that decided, I don't know what they're protesting, probably oil, to glue their hands to the frame of Van Gogh piece at a museum in England huh. I guess it's just something in the water over in England because now police in England are begging on social media for protesters to not go on the track for the f1 Grand Prix this weekend. they've received credible intelligence that protesters are planning to invade the track during race day. That's a brilliant idea you got
3: cars going around
4: it at over 200 miles an hour let's go standing on the track to protest.
3: Oh, man. Where do they come from? Unbelievable. (laughs) Donald in Oxford says, President Eisenhower's speech when he left office hinted that three-letter government agencies were the ones running the government. Who would have thought EPA would have been one of those? Thank God for the Supreme Court. Yeah, the deep state is real. And uh, the Supreme Court Basically said, you don't make the laws here, and it's it's nuanced though, isn't it? Because it's there's, I can see where there's a gray area. It's complicated. How far can they go? When are they going too far? When are they not going enough? And we're talking about codifying rules, regulations, et cetera, that um, as uh, Judge Randy Pierce said, emanate from the law. That's their job, but comes as no surprise they overstep that regularly, and it causes problems. Look, you can look at the Planned Parenthood deal. Um, the Hyde Amendment, of course, prevents the use of taxpayer money in uh, funding abortions. But up until President Trump was elected, Title X money, which is a fraction of their funding, $60 million a year out of $1.5 billion budget, to Planned Parenthood, and it is appropriated annually. But, okay, Title X, since 1970, used for family planning. As part of family planning counseling, organizations such as Planned Parenthood will propose abortion as an option in certain cases. Donald Trump comes in and says, you can't do that anymore, with the swipe of a pen on an executive order. So that goes into effect in 19. Now, it's kind of crazy when you think about it, that it takes a year to make that simple change, but it does in the bureaucratic deep state, because it didn't go into effect until 19, fiscal year 19. Joe Biden gets in office, and he immediately reverses that. But the, the point I'm trying to make is, does that not kind of sound like something maybe that is an overextension of, presidential power or more importantly an an agency's purview which i think is at
4: least one facet of the supreme court decision involving the remain in mexico policy okay because if i'm reading it correctly because everybody was surprised the supreme court went against donald trump if they're making these quote-unquote conservative decisions in every other instance but Trump is the one that used executive orders and executive privilege and all that. He used the executive branch to change the policy to remain in Mexico for asylum seekers. The Supreme Court came down with their decision saying, well, if the executive branch does that, then the executive branch now can change it. Yeah, that was their decision that they can't keep the Trump policy in place because it was done by the executive branch and the executive branch now wants to reverse it. And the executive branch has that power since the executive
3: branch is the one that implemented it. It's it's just another situation where you can't get stuff through the Congress, and so the executive branch acts. Good grief, how many orders did Biden sign day one? 32, as I recall. And they they were lengthy executive orders with lots of government policy, public policy. As directed by the president to the various agencies, and it shaped the way they operate, the way they regulate, the way they function. That's, hmm, I don't know, but I I don't think this is over. It's what I'm saying is that, and I'll, the judge seemed to agree that yeah, this probably will trigger more lawsuits.
4: Which I would think you need at least one of those lawsuits to be a lawsuit regarding executive branch overreach. Agree. Agree. It'd be nice to get that in front of the Supreme Court, see what they have to say.
3: Well, let's think about it. When you got gridlock in the Congress, you really get more policymaking out of executive orders, out of the president, than you do out of Congress. Congress don't do anything. They can't. The way our, And you know, that's not a bad thing, that they can't. Their, their power is in check. Think about what would happen if they killed the filibuster in the Senate. What what kind of legislation would have already passed? The entire Biden agenda. Sheesh! You think we're up? I don't a even creek want to think a, about that inflation. Right. I was just just about to say that. Uh, you think we're up a creek without a paddle in the economy now? Just imagine if all that had gone through. Incredible to think about, honestly, but it's the beauty of our our checks and balances in our system, but I think what's happening is there's a lot of work being done around the edges. Of course, the Democrats think it's the Supreme Court. They're the ones that is overextending their authority, and all they're doing is, no, we're telling you that the EPA has gotten a little too, uh, too aggressive. We're telling you that this issue of abortion is something to be decided at the state's you're too powerful federal government it's just the opposite because because they just want their way they just want their way so and I don't care how they get it honestly if
4: again it, I go back to how is it overreach if they're removing themselves from the conversation
3: No I agree that's it's it's actually diluting their power which is what it should do is what we really what in accordance with our Constitution, and the limits of fed the federal government, it's what the court should do, is make sure that they stay within those constraints. So does this mean the ATF can't outlaw stuff like bump stocks without congressional action? Tom's All it takes with. is a lawsuit. Yeah. And, and At this
4: point. How could anybody that's in favor of the Second Amendment not be excited by the originalist Supreme Court justices that have handed down decisions recently?
3: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The Remain in Mexico policy decision goes to show elections have consequences, says Bobby in Batesville. Yeah, and of course that was, you got a a Trump policy, and, and let's be honest, the first thing Joe Biden did is, okay, let me see the list of, or somebody on his behalf, of everything Trump did. Let's go reverse it. It doesn't matter if it's good policy or not. We just don't want Trump's signature on anything anymore. That's what that all is about wasn't about good policymaking. It was just politics. Shock. huh? And I would say to that, Bobby, is I'm not sure in, in thinking through it that should the president, in this case Donald Trump, with the Remain in Mexico policy. And I'm not sure did that get reversed before him and he reinstituted. I don't know the whole sequence of, of uh, the chronology on the Remain in Mexico policy. And all it really says, as I recall, is that if uh, the Border Patrol law enforcement says we can't accommodate ICE and so forth, you got to stay in Mexico. That, that's the essence of it. Pretty much. And you know what happens when you don't have that? Fifty people die in the back of a truck. That's what happens. You got. I'll also point this out. We were talking about the downturn in the markets in the first half of the year, which were just bad across the board. Worse than 50 years. But you know who's not hurting? The cartels—they're making a—it's been reported a hundred million a month, smuggling illegals into the country, and of course, drugs. So it's Joe Biden's policies who are making Americans poor and cartels rich. You know who else is getting rich? Russia, Putin, because he refuses to leverage the abundance the blessings from God to this country of American fossil fuels to increase the supply and thus drive down the cost per barrel, Putin is benefiting from the premium on the price of oil per barrel, and he's he's selling it primarily to China. I saw a chart on that. Where does the Russian oil go? They're like two-thirds of it. They're buying it up like crazy. He's getting rich. By the way, the ruble... It's highest value ever. Thanks, Joe. Right. It was about down to negative not too long ago. Now it's valued high because of the oil. That's why. Their main asset, oil, and they're shipping it to China, and China's paying the global price, which is largely driven by Joe Biden's attack on the fossil fuels industry. He is not only making Putin and his oligarch cronies rich, He's giving them the money they need to go kill Ukrainians. I can't say it enough. I really can't. It just drives me (laughs) nuts how upside down it is. Another half hour left here in the Element Well studios. We're coming right back. Stay with us.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 87. Tonight, 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Saturday, a 60% chance of rain as well, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
9: At Trust Care Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <laughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Mama! Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. Trust Care Health. Feel better. Faster.
5: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glendale, or online at bennelson.com. Summertime, it's Canon time.
0: This is Dave Logan at Canon East Son of Jackson. You'll find courteous, no-hassle salespeople, and a parts and service team dedicated to your total satisfaction. It's how we do business at Canon East Son of Jackson. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody.
13: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Mississippi man is under arrest after loading his firearm curbside at Logan International Airport in Boston Thursday. 22 year old Zachary Carden had retrieved his luggage and started loading rounds of bullets into his pistol in the view of other travelers. Police determined that he had no criminal intent, but the 22-year-old is being charged with possession of a firearm and ammunition without a firearm's ID card, as well as disturbing the peace. The average gas price in Mississippi is 10 cents cheaper than it was this time last week. The new state average is at 4.37 for a gallon of regular. This is 47 cents less than the national average. According to GasBuddy, the cheapest gas in Mississippi today can be found at the Chevron on Denny Avenue and Pascagoula. They're selling it for 3.79.
3: Everyone to midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Michael from Sebastopol on the C Spire text line, which is 601-879-4395, says it's a big weekend coming up in honor of JT. He always talked about what he was cooking for his family and many friends. Ask what y'all are cooking for the fourth. Well, I'll be uh, perfectly honest, I do not cook. I cannot cook. It's not that I do not, I cannot. I do not possess those skills. I can eat though. I just can't cook.
4: Let's see. If I'm looking at my menu for the weekend, I've got some popcorn chicken to make uh, homemade KFC bowls, because I really like doing those at home. Oh, cool. So I'm going to do that probably tomorrow. And then Sunday, I'll probably do sandwiches and stuff and get everything situated to get up early on Monday. I still haven't decided Mm -hmm. between hamburgers and hot dogs for a, a more traditional July 4th spread, or... If I'm going to thaw out the the chicken I got in the freezer and try to smoke a chicken, that'll require getting up a little earlier to beat the heat because it'll take a little longer. But I'll have a little bit more protein to work with next week for meal prepping. So I still haven't quite decided. Maybe we should do a poll.
3: Yeah, you guys hamburgers and hot dogs do. versus smoked chicken, and I, uh, my lovely wife, I'm sure, will serve up the fare. And I don't know what it'll be. I'll be playing golf, though, on the fourth. That's <laughs> all we do. That's a custom. I'll have my my white shirt with the imprinted American flags all over it. There you go. That's what my patriotic shirt. Looking forward to that uh, out there with my my buddies. But uh, And then, I don't know, sometimes we eat out there at the course, and they, they do a good job cooking up the burgers and the dogs and the like. Usually a pretty good feast. So. Have on the
4: ceasefire text line, Keith and Vaden, Porch Cat would rather have chicken. You are not lying. I smoked some <laughs> chicken legs, and it that smell brought out something primal in Porch Cat, because I have never seen her beg for human food more so than she wanted to just gnaw on those chicken bones. How about that?
3: Is that unusual for a cat?
4: No, I mean, they do like protein, but uh, she's she, like if I have a bowl of cereal, she'll want a little taste of milk like i'll stick my finger in the bowl and give her a little taste of milk or something but it's it's always kind of cutesy like she'll put a paw on my leg to let me know she's there like hey i want something when i had the smoked chicken it was like claws out
3: smack me in the leg like hey i'm here you better Mm -hmm. give me some of that (laughs) (laughs) jeff in forest county says jt always talks about tater tot casserole
4: (laughs) One of his specialties. That
3: actually sounds pretty good. I it was say.
4: delicious. He brought it up here many times.
3: Okay. Uh, David in West Point says, brisket.
4: I haven't quite graduated to smoking beef yet. Hmm. I just got the smoker. I'm still working on the nuance of it.
3: Saturday, fried fish, Sunday shrimp and steak, Monday hamburgers, hot dogs and fries. There Moses, you go. Moses has got the menu all planned out for the weekend. Good for you. Smoked chicken, healthy on the ceasefire tax line. smoke chicken, rhino, porch cats, right. (laughs) Gotcha. Johnny McComb says, don't tell the Democrats to wake up, let them sleep. The Remain in Mexico policy goes to show elections have consequences, says Bobby and Bates. Well, heck, that's just one of them, Bobby. whole bunch more as well. And once again, I just point out that most of what has uh, wielded harm on the, on the country has come from executive orders, the exception being the American Rescue Plan, which didn't receive a single Republican vote, $1.9 trillion, which I think really exacerbated what was going to be inflation anyhow as a result of all the money printing and quantitative easing bond buying and so forth and during the pandemic in 2020, but it is just really threw it over the top, really bumped it up quite a bit. So, uh, anyhow, I'm still optimistic, though. I just checked my social media, by the way, and somebody's mad at me for being optimistic. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, we just got it's... a
4: text on the C Spire text line from Tatum in Tupelo. Okay says, I'm one of those parents in the maternity ward right now. How about that? We had a healthy baby boy June 30th. Congratulations. Wow, congratulations. He said, I slipped into those negative thoughts about the direction of our world last night as I laid on the couch. What have I brought this child into? I then quickly changed my attitude to be more positive. Who knows what's in store, but we'll make it best we can. Enjoy the show.
3: That's fantastic. Thank you for that very much. Uh, Again, I say... You you know, those who are the most successful in society, it doesn't matter what the endeavor is, whether it's sports or business, politics, science, the gambit, every possible discipline. You have to envision success in order to achieve it.
4: I actually have some audio from uh, a former professional wrestler He went by the name Diamond Dallas Page. I have no idea what his real name is. But here's about 20 seconds for how to handle when you're anxious about something.
2: Here's a 30-second trick to improve your mental health. If you're worried about a situation, write down everything that you're worried about. Then cross out all the things that you have no control over and focus on what you can
15: control.
3: It's that simple. No no question about it. It's it's hard. It's just human nature to get wrapped up in things you can't control. No doubt it. doubt about it. I just know it's it's trivial, I I get it, but in, in, in coaching kids playing baseball, you know, I always said in, envision the ball going in the gaps. We want you to hit gappers. Envision that. See that in your head. As a pitcher See the ball going through the zone, and a batter swinging at it, missing it. See that? If you see it going into the zone, a batter swinging at it and hitting it out of the park, it's probably going to happen. You just you got to believe that way.
4: Speaking of visualizing in baseball, I I should have sent this to you. I found a a story where a team I want to say it was in Colorado, but it was uh not a not a little league team but not quite a high school team whatever it is in the middle there but their competitive team and their coach is a bit of a, a nerd and he he has a 3d printing business yeah and he developed a 3d printed plastic device that you can sit on home plate and you can teach pitchers to throw through it and it'll clip off and it's designed kind of like those little tart little cars used to have the little toys you'd smash them together they break into little pieces it's very similar to that, to where if you go through the middle of it, you can see. But if you're painting the corners and hitting the the Spots. structure of it, yeah. it breaks it apart. So you get this cool effect of, okay, that's that's what you're aiming for. That's what you're doing. That's cool. And he was using it to help visualize
3: the strike zone. That is cool. Okay. Well, that, With 3D that's printing. It. That's it. Makes perfect sense. Absolutely makes per- perfect sense. And that, I would submit, uh, applies just across... All aspects of life. And to our listener that um, just wrote in and talked about just uh, having a healthy baby boy yesterday, right? I, I, man, I understand, really. You start worried about what kind of world am I bringing this child into, but, you know, it's these children that are being born, they're going to solve these problems just as humans have always solved human problems I I can uh, speak a a little bit about going to Wall Street and raising money and sometimes I would get a little frustrated with the investment community that would just, their job look is to ask hard questions that's what they do, before they're going to write checks, they're asking hard questions you better be able to think on your feet and answer them and sometimes I get frustrated because a lot of the questions they would ask are their risks, headwinds that they foresee in the industry. And they want to know how you're going to deal with those. How are you going to address them? And sometimes it would, they would be dramatic intentionally. It would be a question that you know, if this happens, you're out of business so to speak. And, and often I would say, Here, here's the deal. I can't tell you what we're going to be selling in this industry three or four years from now. Hadn't been invented yet. We're going to be there to assist our customers with it. But here's the deal. If you think that we've reached the end, the threshold of human innovation, don't put your money here. If you think humans got some more runway left in them to invent stuff, you want to be in here. Do you think we're at the end of human innovation? Not even close. Not even remotely close, right? That's why I'm optimistic. Because we will work to solve human problems government is the only thing that stands in the way of that and we're going to fix that too i'm convinced of it
4: the american spirit is stronger than democratic
3: idiocy <laughs> i love it we got to print that that's a slogan we'll take a break final segment coming up
5: Love, it's not the problem, right, guys? It's shopping for that diamond. How do I know I'm not getting ripped off? I just want my money's worth.
7: Give us just 10 minutes at Jennifer Jewelry Company and
18: you'll have the knowledge and confidence you need to buy her the most beautiful diamond. And if she
12: doesn't say, wow... This is the most beautiful diamond I've ever seen. Bring it back for a full refund. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. and We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the selection of diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. You see, the world's finest diamond cutters come to us. So there's no one else between you and your diamond. We guarantee the best price in the state. Here's our promise. Give her a Juniker's diamond and you'll not only get your
0: money's worth, you'll also get wow. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond diamond importer from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and online at junikerjewelry.com Juncker jewelry because love can't
3: wait. Have you
2: worked at the same company for multiple years? Always on time? Doing what's expected? You were told when you were hired there was a chance to move up the ladder but it never happened. Ace Bolt and Screw Company, locally owned and operated since 1969, are looking to hire multiple warehouse techs with opportunities to move up the ladder. Competitive pay, full-time employment, and benefits are available. To apply email hr at acebolt.net
18: This hour of middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
7: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283.
14: This is Michael Borky of Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th right here on Super Talk Mississippi. At Palmer Home, each child is received in a spirit of love, and Palmer Home for Children is committed to serving every single aspect of their life. It's a faith-based organization, though, so they don't take government funding. They need our help. No donation is too small, and every bit makes a real world difference for a child in need. So tune in. And with your blessing and your help, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives
0: whole again. The 10th Annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th here on Super Talk Mississippi. Help and spread the word because children are precious.
12: special invitation to join us weekday morning 6-9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis,
0: all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: Round here is where the
11: Muppets grew up And potters and artists Inspired all of us His Cubs are long
19: Gulf Coast sunset and a delta dawn. It's simple night a smile on face, taking that peaceful drive down the Natchez Trail.
3: Welcome back, everyone. One Mississippi by our good friend and colleague Steve Azar there. Larry and I wanted to know about the... Um, how we're going to rein in the bureaucratic state. And he was just talking about whether or not the FBI, if I felt like the FBI is corrupt. I Look, I think in in any agency and any organization, generally speaking, especially in government, especially there are elements... If there are bureaucrats involved. Yeah. There are elements of corruption. I think we saw that in the FBI, for sure, with uh, the Strzok case and, not the case, but the incident, all that. Wasn't he the wormy
4: guy that had the little... Crap-eating smirk. Yeah. And his girlfriend. Became infamous.
3: And his girlfriend, right? Yeah. Peter Strzok. Yeah. So, um, but I, I do said I just said that I think that this case that we've been discussing, the EPA in West Virginia, I think um, defanged the deep state somewhat. How that will perhaps spill over into the FBI, I don't know, because that's really not, it's not a case about a corruption, right? And that's a different matter. This was a case about overreach of authority by agencies, if they were acting like in lieu of Congress, if you will, where Congress needs to be the ones who pass laws to enact certain um, regulations concerning inv- the environment. That's really what that was about. So, yeah, I hear you, Larry. The corruption in the FBI, That I mean, Trump did attempt to expose that and and change some of the players there, but... Uh, Comey, remember who we learned his wife like cried when Hillary Clinton was defeated by Trump? I mean, something's going on there, I think for sure, but it's uh, it's it's hard, I think, when you got an organization that big not to have some elements of corruption, but you got to work on it and expose it. I do think Trump did that, and let's just hope that uh, we we get some leaders at that level that keep doing that and checking it as it should be. As it should be. So, also um, on the ceasefire text line, uh, Gerard, a man not being able to at least cook on the grill is borderline un-American. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said, I'm just giving you a little grief. Enjoy the holiday. So I just want you guys to know that I I do not cook. I cannot cook. I do not possess those skills. I really don't have any desire to. It's just not an interest for me. But I'm a dang good cleaner, and uh, I love to clean. Uh, and also, I, I'm a, a gardener, and a flower gardener, not a vegetable gardener, but I, I like to plant up pots around my pool deck with seasonal color and take care of those. So my wife and I have a deal. We have a pact, if you will. She cooks, and I clean and do the gardening and take care of the landscaping and so forth, along with some hired help as well. But it's worked for 41 years. Pretty good there. And uh, I just want to report that. Uh yeah, so also I was sharing with Rhino, you guys have heard me talk quite a bit about uh, this wokeness that's just really taken hold and gotten a lot of traction, this social justice uh, crap in corporate America. And I've said that, you know, as long as the dough is flowing in pretty well and, you, and you're hitting your, your, uh, your profit and your revenue targets, it's a big public company, you got plenty of time to go play around in the social justice sand. But it, just, it adds
4: more fuel, more fuel to the fire that all of the virtue signaling these corporations do is just in their marketing budget.
3: That's true. And it's just what you said, virtue signaling without any substance. Mark Zuckerberg has now said, we're turning up the heat at Meta. That's the corporate name of the company, uh, Facebook, of course. So employees will quit. Basically says, you can't perform. You're out of here. What? Even a minority or a transgender, you would fire them if they're not performing? Say it ain't so. You got to worry about the bottom line. How about that? Telling you, (laughs) unbelievable. The C Spire text line says, "Happy Fourth, friends! Y'all stay safe." I wonder what's going on with the investigation into who's responsible for the Scotus leak about Roe v. Wade. Haven't heard anything that from Bob and Ridgeland. Hasn't been a lot of news on that, really. But I still believe we need to get to the bottom of that because that was egregious. That that was um, an abomination, honestly, and a, a breach of of policy and and decorum. In our Supreme Court, we can't allow that to happen. Just can't do it. See, it's uh, the integrity of the court and maintaining of it is paramount to its function. Got to be in there.
4: And I played the clip from former wrestler Diamond Dallas Page, and I said I didn't know what his real name is. Got a correction from the 601 on the C Spire text line. His legal name is Dallas Page. He
3: changed it from Page Falkenberg. Okay. How about so that? he's out Appreciate Diamond that. Dallas Page for real. We got some smart listeners, I'm telling you. We got some smart folks in our audience. If some prisoners are woke and transgendered now, will they try to get out of the sentence since they identify as the opposite sex now? They were the other sex and they were convicted. Tim from Tupelo. Tim, it's so dang complicated. (laughs) Who knows? But I hear you. It's just upside down crazy. We're going to keep talking about it, we're going to keep grappling with it, and hopefully, folks hear us. And they have a change of heart like Mark Zuckerberg has because he needs the money. How about that? We're out of here. Have a great 4th of July. Stay safe, everyone. We'll be back with you on Tuesday. Until then, God bless. A
0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.